0: is a superpower, American heroes, Rick and Bubba.
1: Six minutes now past the hour from the Rick and Bubba show. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba broadcast, Plaza and Teleport, wonderful Wheel of Meat uh, has it spun this week. So it's a new week, so another opportunity for the wonderful Wheel of Meat is out there in front of you. Speedy and Helmsy here, the real Greg Burgess off today. His grandbaby is visiting. So he's spending time with Ellis Burgess as as, uh, as old Paul Greg. We've got uh, TV for you via Eddie Van Adler. He's here with us. Jalen Fruithurst works alongside him at Rick and Bubba University. Drops of Jupiter and Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin, also at Rick and Bubba University, earning their degree in Common Sense, which is now a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for allowing us to do what we do. If you uh, have been wondering when the show will return to the Shoals area in the northern part of Alabama, WLAY 100.1 FM is back in the Rick and Bubba Radio Network family. We welcome all of you that uh, that listen to the Rick and Bubba Radio Network and you were missing having an affiliate in that area, uh, and we thank all of you for being back with us today. Bruce Pearl was with this last segment. If you just turned on the show today and you missed that, go to our podcast archives. And you can go back and listen to that on your time uh, today, and um, and I think you'll enjoy uh, that interview. It was uh, it was a great interview with Bruce Pearl. Bubba, thanks for setting that up. And um, so we'll, um, we'll we appreciate him
2: taking time to talk to us. He he's under all kind of demands right now. as You can imagine
1: Mario Andretti will be with us coming up at the the bottom of this hour. He's the Grand Marshal for the 2019 Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. Bubba and I have been honored to be the Grand Marshal for that incredible event. It's, uh, I know for a lot of you coming from all over the country for that, and we'll talk to one of the, uh, the best-known names in Indy racing, uh, the great Andretti family. We'll talk to Mario coming up at the bottom of the hour. Um, talking about that, when I came out, um, I was talking about the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. You know, there's a lot of ways to get the show now. And we've always tried to to work to be on the cutting edge, and at times we've been on the bleeding edge. Of technology and, uh, I, you know, because times do change and the way you access content does change and and some of those changes, uh, you know, it's, it's like trying to, if you ever look through a, a rifle through a scope and you're trying to get your crosshairs on something and it moves around <laughs> a little bit.
2: So, Floating a little bit. So
1: here are some things I want to talk to all of you about from the Rick and Bubba content standpoint and all the different ways that you get it. The Rick and Bubba Radio Network, is, it's, it's quite simple. That's old school. That's how it works. You have a Rick and Bubba radio station, and you turn it on, you listen to it. That, that's, that's a simple, simple deal. And to have an affiliate is great because it's a pretty simple process. But there's a lot of places across the country that don't have affiliates um, or the time that we're on live doesn't work for you, even if you have an affiliate or you like to go back and, and, and catch other things. So right now, there, there's different ways to do it. The TuneIn app is also pretty simple. You, you download the TuneIn app. It is free. Uh, that, that is a streaming service, audio only, and you get the live Rick and Bubba show. And then after that, which is very enjoyable if you never have experienced it, you get 24-7 of best of moments from the last 25 years, and it's a load of fun. And it's great for those of you that travel a lot because you know you've always got it there on the TuneIn app. As long as you have cell service and or Wi-Fi, you're good. Uh, another option, which is, is new, is, is the podcast. The, the podcast, the, these are archives that are made available to you, audio only, for you to be able to download if you want to or listen to them streaming. Now, the, these are archives of, of things that have already happened. There's been a, a, a change. We've been going around trying some new things with that and uh, overwhelmingly positive response to that. A lot of you wanted the commercials uh, that are recorded to be removed from that, and uh, we just started doing that this week. So now the podcast, uh, when we say that the, 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 some of the commercials have been removed, that doesn't mean there's no commercials uh, because, again, you know, we everything we do, there has to be a way to monetize it or else it, it doesn't exist. So you still have a, a, a live commercial in there, an endorsement commercial, uh, but there's not as many as there were, and you'll probably have a few more that will come in there. But you don't have uh, the long commercial breaks um, in, in that anymore. So, so that's been a change, and for those of you that, that get it that way and – and those are available by going to the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. If you'll just go to your podcast app and search for Rick and Bubba Show, you'll see that. Go ahead subscribe to that, and then it comes up and lets you know when the archives are available for you every day. It calls them episodes. But now that's, that's been changed. So a lot of you have been asked about that, and we've been working and playing with that. Now the next one is the one that we probably have the most difficult time getting our crosshairs on <laughs> And that is the Rick and Bubba various TV options over Rick and Bubba history. And, baby, there's been a lot of them. Uh, there's been various cable channels that have had us on. Uh, most of those only carried a part of the show. Uh, those have come and gone. Uh, we once had the uh, Inside the Extreme Club where you could uh, watch it, but it, the, the TV we were providing there was it was a little bit limited on how many platforms you could watch it on. Uh, so we knew that, and there was going to be cost to making it available on, on all the new platforms. And that's when Blaze TV, uh, which was then called CRTV, entered our live. and they said, "Well, we'll we'll offer it, you know, live and on demand uh, through uh, what is now Blaze TV." And and that's been that's been the latest thing we're doing. There's going to be a, a change starting on Monday. Now, there will still be a best of hour of the Rick and Bubba TV with no commercials that'll still be available. Uh, on your Blaze TV subscription. And of course, you still have all the other programming the Glenn Beck, the Mark Levins, the, the Crowders, and all the other shows on Blaze TV. All, all of that still remains for those of you that are subscribing to Blaze TV. So that's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change beginning Monday is if you want to watch the entire show and you want to watch it live or you want to go back and watch the entire show on demand, you know, with the commercials and with everything. Those of you that are watching live as of Monday, you will watch it live on YouTube. Uh, it'll now be, it'll come out from behind the paywall, and everybody, anybody can watch the live TV uh, with no subscription of any kind, with no charge of any kind. Uh, and you, if you have uh, the YouTube app, or you get to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, uh, you a lot of you have it on your TV. However, it is, you just simply pull that app up, and you can watch. Uh, the Rick and Bubba show, as of Monday, um, we'll have for the four hours we'll be streaming live of the main show, and then they'll remain there on our YouTube channel as far as archives are concerned. So what does that mean? Well, that means, uh, you know, it's just a, a, it'll, it's available to anybody. So those of you that said, well, the cost was an issue for me, but I still like to see Rick and Bubba TV option, that's available to anybody who wants to watch it now, as, as of Monday. Now, for Blaze TV, behind the paywall, you still have a best-of-hour that will have no commercials in it and all the other Blaze TV uh, programming. So that's going to happen Monday. That also means the Wednesday Bible study uh, will still be available on all the different archives, but it will go back to being live again. As a matter of fact, we're going to put it on YouTube live tomorrow, So for the and it, and it runs noon Central Time here on the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. So as of Monday, uh, the TV option, if you watch it live or go back and look at all the archives of the four hours, that all goes to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel as of Monday.
2: Rick, you know, technology is giving right. us, um, it's like a brave new country. It is. And it's a lot to explore, a lot to navigate, and sometimes it is difficult to conquer. Right. Um, but um, this is a process, and, I, you know, our goal is always to make the show Um, better for the listeners and viewers that that want to listen or follow the program. And we're honored. I mean, I'm shocked every day. Right. But we have a good time. We hope that you're having a good time. And we think that this will be a positive move for everybody. And um, we always want your feedback for what we're doing. And I know change is bad. Nobody likes change, but I, I think this is changing the right way. And I think it'll bring some long-term stability to the situation, which is what we all want.
1: Yeah, we want to. We just feel like this is with the technology now, YouTube and and stream. And it was actually the folks at Blaze TV that sat down and talked to us about that. That the the shows that they have that they run live. This is what they're advising to do now, uh, because it's um, it, it's solid. Everybody has access to it. And of course, you know our goal ultimately is for the largest number of people to be to, act, to be able to access the content of this show if you so desire. Right. So, uh, so that will be a change. You know, the podcast uh, we've got positive. All of you have been asking us when we first start doing that. Will you ever be able to reduce the number of commercials on the archives? And we have matter of fact, it'll be down to only a few commercials uh, throughout. Um, and it's in two different files now. You can listen to the kickoff hour and hour one. That's one one option, and then of course hours. Uh, two, three, and four, uh, will be available to you in another file. So there's fewer files, fewer commercials for podcasts, and we're getting positive there. And then if you watch the show live streaming on Blaze TV, you can then watch it on YouTube as of Monday at no charge. And then uh, for those of you that already have the subscription to Blaze, you still get all the Blaze TV content and a commercial-free best-of-hour of Rick and Bubba. Uh, in that subscription. So, if you have any other questions or anything we can help you with, always let us know. And as I was explaining that, I watched and I watched Adler. I think I explained it right. Yeah,
2: I think you're dead You're good. Okay, I think you're dead All right,
1: thank you. Uh, we'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. 16 minutes past the hour. 866 We Be Big. We got your phone calls coming in. Lines are available. And then we got more stories to discuss. Mario Andretti with us at the bottom of
0: the hour. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba
3: Hey, this is Tim Tebow and you're listening to Rick and Bubba Show Just two amazing guys
1: 22 minutes past the hour Rick and Bubba Show, we're back Bubba, I thought I'd play a love song for you Thank you And we've got an update uh, on the Rolling Stones I actually talked to uh, a, a friend yesterday that said, you know, I was going to see them with my son in Miami, hotel room, airline tickets, and concert tickets, and then I get the word, Mix got heart trouble. Mm. Who would have thought that at 75? Right. Uh, mick got heart trouble, U.S.-Canadian tour delayed. They've told him to hang on to his tickets, that he might get a new date. But I don't know. But Bubba has the update on exactly what was wrong or is wrong with Mick Jagger. Well,
2: we we knew that he had a heart problem. Was going to have to have some kind of heart issue done. It looks like he's going to have a valve replaced in his heart, which that's a that's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also going to get a stent to open at least one other artery. Uh, we're all believers in those here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the valve, I mean, they have to go in and replace a, a valve that's leaking. And, and I think, the, used to, I, I don't know what the latest is, but you had two options. You could get a pig valve or you could get a titanium valve. You always go in. back
1: to that pig valve. He yeah. does. Well,
2: those are the two options. And I, I've had family that have had both done. So I've, I've seen it on both sides. But that's a, but you know, they're, they're I mean, Mick is 75 years old. And you would think, hey, 75 years old, they're getting a valve replacement. That's a pretty big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to have to take it easy or whatever, and they're they're saying, "Hey, the tour will go on this summer. Hold your tickets.
1: We'll be back." With, mm-hmm. with a valve replacement. Huh. I mean, they're at 75. I will say, you know, say, sometimes when you're <laughs> 75, they say they may not survive the surgery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> there's a time <laughs> really? you probably need to go play with your grandkids or kids or whatever, and I know that could be stressful. Maybe it's less stressful on the road for him. I don't know. But uh, that's that's a pretty big deal. But they're saying, hey, as soon as he's uh, recuperated, we're getting back out on the road. So uh, the stones will roll on. I'll say this. I had the the luxury uh, to get to see them perform in a stadium. That's been a couple of decades ago. But they really do put on a good show. And it is – uh, and I'm not like Rolling Stone fan like I have their posters sure, up or anything. Sure. But, I mean, I turn the radio up when a great song comes on. Right. But Especially a love song like this yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the great love songs of all time <laughs> in my <laughs> book. <laughs> but there, there is, I mean, when, when Mick Jagger hits the stage, mm-hmm. he he is the, the quintessential rock star. It just doesn't get any more exciting when he comes running out there. Or, as we say, the human rooster. He really is. Yeah, he looks like a rooster. He does. The (laughs) way he pranks
1: is around. You were talking about these pig valves and everything. Yeah. If you get a pig valve, should you, like, does that now protect you against, like, terrorist attacks from Muslims? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Mean, Rick, I mean, I, I, I would be I don't like, like, don't touch me. I got a pig <laughs> valve. Yeah. I, I You'll go know. straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Burgess. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to think. I'm looking at all the positives of it. <laughs> I, I had an uncle that they had one that and, mm-hmm.
2: and lived many, many years with one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got family members that have had the titanium put in. And, uh, you know, when it's just real, real, real quiet, you can hear it clicking. No. Yeah. Okay, you yeah, just yeah, made that up. you can.
1: You can hear it. No what. How's it
2: do it? You know how it goes. Yeah, that sound I just made.
1: Do you have to put you, like, your like a head on somebody's <laughs> chest to hear
2: it? You have to get real close. Right. It has to be real quiet. Right.
1: Give it
4: to us one more time.
1: That's how it goes. Yeah. So anyway, so it looks like Mick Jagger is going to have a vowel replace and then a stent. Deb, I have that. Right? Yeah, that, that's what the story says right yeah.
2: now. There he is calling. He's calling online. us again. Mm-hmm. Little fan power. How
1: are
0: you? Really well, we
2: all knew. I mean, it's it's been a joke as we talked about how how old they were getting and how they can still go out there and be rock legends every night. And we knew eventually that it was going to catch up with them. So this is the first crack in the armor, I guess you would say.
1: Well, Bubba. They're all. If you're 75, has it really <laughs> caught up to you? No. I mean, no let's that's, face it. That's, Rick. that's, that's life at I think you, yeah. I think
2: A just lot of 75 year olds are sitting on the porch, <laughs> telling the kids to leave their apples <laughs> <laughs> alone. Okay. There's yeah. no. People
1: have valve replacements way before 75. <laughs> oh, I, I
5: think they, they're okay. just proving they're human because for a while we didn't know if they
1: were. We did not know, yeah. and we right. knew they'd cut some deal with the devil. We didn't know what level yeah. what level it was. Right. 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 But undoubtedly, it's limited to mid 70s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still a lot. Uh, to the phones we go, uh, 866 be big Madison, Alabama. M- Mac is standing by. Mac, wh- how about but the- Go ahead, buddy.
6: Oh, hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to let you know my dad had heart surgery down there in the big Birmingham a couple of months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a surgeon down there that he did a bovine heart valve on my father, and he went in through the ribs so he didn't even have to open his chest. My dad went back to every activity after two weeks.
1: Wow. So so now do they still use the, the pigs, though, the pig valves? Oh, I
6: think they do. I asked him about the pig, and he said not as much as they used to anymore because now the, the bovine just seems thicker and stronger, and I was like, okay. Because I, I like to make fun of my dad, you know, saying he's part pig. So when he woke up from surgery, I said, "Hey, Dad, Moo Dad."
1: And yeah, now you're part I'm cow. cow. Yeah. yeah. Well, my my mm-hmm. great
2: my great uncle that had that done, he you know he had we had a lot of sausage jokes after that. Right. He said he always looked at sausage a little different.
1: Well, I'm thinking yeah. if they can go through the ribs, that's probably oh. that's probably what they'll do with Mick. That's huge. if he's going to get back on the road this summer, then yeah, the, you know that look as technology moves forward, if you'll just delay your heart surgery, it gets <laughs> better on down, yeah. as, as they go forward. Yeah. You know, knee replacements have gotten better. Yeah. You can just put this stuff off. Uh, 866, we be big. Uh, let's go to Lisa and Dothan, News Talk 1039. Lisa, go ahead.
3: Hey guys, I have a question about the podcast and okay. all that. All right, and Rick, you did a great job explaining. I'm just trying to catch up. Um, can I do a podcast on my Android or do I? I mean, I don't, yes, yes. I get real fuzzy about all that. Yeah, you
1: can.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, what is it? Google, you actually should have a podcast app on your phone. If not, you can um, download one, they're free. There's several options out there, Um, and then just search for uh, in the Google Play Store. You can search for Rick and Bubba, and you'll find us. Yeah, so So then then it'll automatically tell you. Or if you wanted to go this route, you can simply go to rickandbubba.com from your internet browser on your phone. And click on podcast, and it will take you to Omni Studio, which is our podcast host, and you can okay. download or listen straight from there as well.
3: So, that sounds like the easiest thing because if you go to the Play Store, there's always like a million things, and I'm never sure what to use.
4: Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. So-, so go
3: to rickandbubba.com and click on podcast. Is yes. Right?
4: Yes. You'll see right at the top of the page. Yeah. I'll put it in show notes today, too, to kind of help everybody. God, those okay. muddy waters yeah. Yeah. well i will tell you though that podcast app sure is pretty easy to
5: run if yeah you can, it is. if you can get it and then just subscribe to us and then yeah really it just you get, shows
2: you... up you get a little notification right. when a new show or two is loaded yeah, yeah.
1: so look go. look on your phone first because they may have a podcast app that's already part of your apps that come with the phone probably yeah. do yeah, probably yeah. Do. do and that's the simplest thing to do yes but if that's not there then you can go to the website and click on podcast there
3: Okay, thank you guys. No. Appreciate it. Good bet. question,
1: Lisa. New technology. All right. Have a day. We, we all got to learn how to use it. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, Mario Andretti is next.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba Show and then some. Uh, be sure you check the upcoming events. Uh, looking forward to going over to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Tuesday of next week uh, for the big uh, banquet for FCA. You can see that there. My wife, Sherry, will be doing a community prayer breakfast in Dothan, Alabama, Newstall 1039 on the 17th. And I'll be rolling down to Linden, Alabama uh, for the men's. Ministries, Wild Game, Feast, and Gathering for those of you down uh, that part of Alabama. Uh, so check the upcoming events or all the different locations uh, where we have uh, folks from the show going and make plans to join us. And there's always links there on how you can get tickets for the ticketed events and just information, information for those that are not ticketed, all in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. Uh, the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama is back. It is this weekend at Barber. Motor Sports Park, and the Grand Marshal for this year's uh, Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama is the legendary Mario Andretti, who joins us uh, on the Rick and Bubba Show. Mario,
8: welcome back. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Rick and Bubba. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> right, baby. You know what? I just got, I just got back uh, from Italy, and, uh, and I want to tell you, it was my first time to go to Rome and to Florence and go out to the hills of, of Tuscany. And uh what a what a beautiful, beautiful country.
8: Oh allora, Italiano or no? <laughs> I know. I, I, all I know is Bongiano. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I noticed, Mario, and I laughed about this all these years being living in the United States, I didn't know and I know I know that we can't really call this true marinara sauce for a true Italian, but I didn't know that the name of the brand Prego is Italian for your welcome. I didn't know that. Yeah,
8: yes that's that's one expression yeah yeah, so, oh, okay. well, yeah you're getting
1: there I, I'm, not, I'm not far off yet yeah, the first time somebody said pray go to me i thought oh they got that
8: sauce in the jar
1: <laughs> mario do you, do you do you get back and get to
2: visit much
8: oh i uh, occasionally yes uh i uh you know still have uh relatives there closest uh, relatives still and uh and I visit my home now and then, uh, which is now in Croatia. That was Italy when I was born,
1: mm-hmm.
8: um, and uh, so I always enjoy going back. And I have uh, great relationships there throughout. Yeah,
1: I mean, you you moved here. Looking at your bio, when you were 15, so um, th- this is this is uh, this is definitely your country.
8: Oh yes, of course. I mean, uh, lived there most of my life, raised a family, and um, and this is. Uh, where I realized uh, the true American dream, I'm a perfect example of that.
2: Mario, you you took 111 victories. That hey. th- you know, when when we're sitting here just trying to soak that in, that's incredible. I mean, do, do you look back at that, or are you astonished at that too?
8: Oh, indeed. I mean, it's uh, not only that. I'm, I'm so grateful that I've had this opportunity and. And uh, a long career, you know, at times where um, long careers were not fashionable. You know, it's, uh, you know, the 60s, 70s especially, you know, uh, uh, your chances of, uh, you know, remaining in the business uh, were were like maybe 50% at best. So uh, I was able to, uh, you know, dodge a few bullets along the way and, um, and again, complete uh, the career, uh, retire my own terms and, you uh, and certainly more than satisfy uh, my most ambitious uh, goals, for sure. Well, Mario, when you
1: look at your career, like we just talked about, I mean, you're best known, obviously, for the Formula 1 and and Indy Series, but you have driven the midgets, the sprint cars, the dirt track, the stock cars, (laughs) the Indy cars, obviously the Formula 1, Formula 5000, and sports cars. Do you have a favorite? I mean, of all of that, which one did you enjoy the most?
8: Well, uh, you just said, uh, you know, my specialty was definitely open wheels, single seaters. Yeah. And uh, and that comprises all of it, you know, like the midges, sprint cars, Formula One, <laughs> Indy cars, uh, Formula 5000, uh, sports prototypes I enjoy very much. And then uh, I was certainly curious enough to see whether, you know, I could drive a stock car too, uh and um, I had the opportunities. Ford gave me uh, opportunities to, to drive with the uh, you know, their factory team uh, Holman and Moody a couple of times and uh and then we you know, pulled off a victory at uh, Daytona. You, you know, just uh you know, to give me, you know, maximum satisfaction if you can believe, uh you know, just to be able to uh to go in somebody else's sandbox and and you know, <laughs> I at their game. So no,
1: I thought about so. that really, when you look at all your accomplishments and there are so many, like you said, you've been, a, you're a blessed man, but for you to go over in stock car and win the Daytona 500,
8: <laughs> I mean, what a feat. Well, yeah, indeed. And, and, uh, and again, you know, it's just, uh, I have a lot of people to thank for that. You know, it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's a team. They gave, they gave me the equipment, uh, to, to be able to do it. And, uh, things worked out and, uh, you know, it's one certainly one of the highlights of my career, and um, and again, that's these are this is why I'm counting my blessings every day.
2: Mario, when you race in that many different formats, do you do you have a different plan and a different style for all of those, or are there more similarities than difference? Or are you just trying to get to the front and you do it your way?
8: Well, there are most similarities and differences. Quite honestly, as much as uh, the animals are, you know, of different behavior. You know, every race car has its own quirks and uh, its own limits and so on and so forth. But uh, as a race driver, your job is to just have that feel to uh, to take, uh, you know, a hundred percent out of what you got under you. And uh, and again it's uh the passion obviously uh helps uh you know to 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 be able to just uh get the best out of yourself and uh and i found that, that by moving around the disciplines you also learn a little bit more you know one also can complement the other um you know for instance i found it uh just by driving the dirt tracks, uh, I think uh, uh, it, it worked for me in, uh, in the wet races, wet uh, road races yeah. in Formula One or Indy cars, because uh, that's when conditions change almost every lap, and you're always looking for grip, and you're always looking for, uh, you know, just uh, very different uh, uh, patterns as far as, the, you know, the taking the corners, uh, uh, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So it's all about adapting. And, um, and really having a desire to do it. So, again, uh, I was always curious, and I derived, uh, I think, the most satisfaction out of trying to do that. Not just, not just race, but, to, you know, to try to actually, you know, actually win.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you get that. You, all right, so here's the big question. So now when Mario Andretti goes out and gets in the automobile of his choice. I know
2: exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> what,
1: what, what do you love to drive in your personal life?
8: Well, I I love my sports cars. You know, that's uh, that's my those are my daily drivers. Uh, you know, uh, I just uh, got a new ZR1 Corvette, and I um, also have a Lamborghini. And uh, I just treat myself. You know, I'm, I'm a car guy, and um, you know, uh, I go to church with a sedan. But you know, at the same time. <laughs> So
2: Mario when when you get on the highway to drive you you've raced so many miles of your life where you're out there just your hair's on fire and you're trying to get around the track how hard is it to drive on the interstate now <laughs>
8: Oh, I get uh, a lot of people overtake me, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
1: ever have that little something rise up on you? Go, I, well, I, I got to beat this guy to the next exit.
8: <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, my wife used to tell me, you know, you're finally calming down a little bit, you
1: know. So, <laughs> so you uh, let people yeah.
8: overtake you now. You're wiser. I, I, lo- I allowed to be overtaken, yeah. I don't block anymore. <laughs> but, but, Mario, when you're out
2: there and, you, you know, you've got it set on 65, and you get somebody right up there next to you and they're kind of riding you on the side do you just feel the need to give it a little bit more and move around him
8: no no i mean yeah the urge is there but uh, (laughs) i I contain it because uh, that's when you start getting into trouble so i just uh that's one time when i let him go
1: well uh mario will be the grand marshal i'm glad you're coming and it looks like we're going to give you some beautiful alabama weather this coming weekend the honda indy grand prix of alabama what what a great success you know, I know a lot of people thought if the Indy series came into the world of, of NASCAR it, it would not get much of a response and it has been a great response, not just from the South, but from all over the country uh and sometimes even around the world. But but what a success story this has been for the state of Alabama.
8: Yes, yeah, for sure. I mean it's and that beautiful Barber Motorsports Park. I mean it's uh it's just a place to be, isn't it? I mean you bring your family uh you can enjoy you can do some picnicking and doing anything you know it's just so gorgeous just to be there and so many vantage points you know to watch the cars go around so um yeah i mean it's uh not it's not just race day it makes it for a great weekend so i'm so looking forward to to, to being there i've been missing that event for a couple of years now and i'm going back and i'm going to be driving the two seater starting thursday so um I'll get, uh, I'll get to work down there besides uh, just calling, you know, gentlemen start your That's well, thing. You know, I so. knew
1: that was coming. <laughs> Mario, could you do us a favor? Would you mind doing we, – we have these things called liners, and, you know, you would just say, hey, this is Mario Andretti, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Can you do that for us? Sure. All right, go ahead when you're ready.
8: This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to the Rick and Bubba Show.
1: Well done. Thank Great. you very much, brother. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. BarberRacingEvents.com. If you want to be at Barber Motorsports Park this weekend, April 5th through the 7th, uh, Mario will be your, your Grand Marshal. You'll get tickets and all the details at BarberRacingEvents.com. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend, Mario. Thanks for coming. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Mario Andretti, uh, the best of the, the best. Legend. The legend, baby. We'll be right back.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
8: This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening
1: to The Rick and Bubba Show. Bring it, Mario! <laughs> Nine minutes to the top of the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. If you want to reach us right now, we're getting some phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Drops of Jupiter. And also, uh, Daddy calls me Pumpkin taking phone calls right now and you got time to get in because all lines are available and we'll chat with you our thanks to mario andretti and bruce pearl both for being with us today you know we don't do a lot of interviews but today we've we've had a couple back-to-back and and two good ones if you uh miss them go back in the podcast archives today and catch those both interviews really good i would love to just hang out with mario i think i think we'd have a and bruce pearl too what if we hung out with both of them today? I would like to go
2: to a really good Italian restaurant would and too. watch them go nuts over Mario Andretti eating there. Oh, you just bring him in. And have him order and do it in Italian. Yes.
1: And I end up with spaghetti, but he make it sound a oh, whole yeah. lot
2: cooler than that.
1: I bet it'd be like that time we walked into the restaurant and we didn't know there were a bunch of people from Nicaragua right. in there and we had Oliver North with us. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to point he you to this. He couldn't hardly
2: eat for them kissing his ring. I uh,
1: know. MyPillow.com. You know, you think, well, Ricky, I've told us, you've told us all about it, but they have been with you guys for years. We know about the pillows. We, we know about the best mattress topper in the world. But, Bubba, I have something we're going to add. Remember, I told you we had a big announcement this week. Giza Dream Sheets are the most comfortable you've ever experienced, and Mike and his team searched the world to find the best cotton that would meet their high standards, and it's from a, a, a region where the Sahara Desert and the, and the Nile River – and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions from growing cotton. And uh, these Giza Dream bed sheets are made uh, with this long staple cotton. And they're guaranteed to be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. So now the, the people that say, we got the pillows, we've got the mattress topper, now we have these wonderful sheets to go with it. Now they're available in a variety of colors, like all the My Pillow products. They come with that 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty, so you love that. So right now you can get your very own at 30% off by going to MyPillow.com. What do you think the promo code is? Bubba. You'll also get free shipping in addition to 30% off. So give them a try. Let us know how much better you're sleeping and see if you don't love them. It's a risk-free. I mean, it is risk-free because you do have the money-back guarantee if you don't like them. So go to MyPillow.com. Again, the promo code is Bubba. Get 30% off these Giza Dream Sheets. They've now been added to the pillows and to the mattress topper, all from MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, let's go to Bo out of Birmingham, Alabama, Bo. listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. Bo, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you?
6: Great, guys. Thank you. Hey, it was good to have Mario on. He sounded great. Thank Matt. you. And I am just going to share with you back in uh, 1994, I got invited to the Indianapolis 500 and Mario was the grand marshal of their parade. They had up there and, and was walking into the actual day of the race. It was early and walking down coming into the stands, we were already inside the park. Turned around a building and there was Mario Andretti and you would never guess who he was speaking with. Who? He was he was
1: talking with Lou Hope. Of all people! Oh if, my, my God! Can you imagine walking yeah. up on that? If I could have been there to hear that! <laughs> oh, I know. That's that would have been a conversation. Surely there's a YouTube video uh, where we need we, somebody needs You're to put talking you about up, the yeah. different ways of speaking. There, Jonathan's out of Montgomery. I love to hear Mario talk. I absolutely. love that accent. I, 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 I wish right now that he was driving me somewhere in whatever no. car he picked, mm-hmm. and 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 we were going somewhere, and people were trying to overtake us, and I kept encouraging him, "Look, your mom, your wife's not here." I wish I was driving from here to the beach and he was just telling me stories the whole way. The
2: the entire time, yeah. I wouldn't even say a word. I just listen. And you know, even go to sleep when he won. No, I'd
1: be all about it. When he won the Daytona 500, I mean, that was when stock car meant stock car. Right. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're right off the lot. Yeah. And then then somebody (laughs) a little carburetor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's go to Jonathan in Montgomery. I ninety two WLWI. Jonathan, go ahead.
3: Hey, I just wanted to uh, give a quick thanks to Helmsy for that uh, Amazon Prime recommendation, Lorena. But I wish he had warned me not to watch it after eating dinner. Uh, I did give you a warning. Yeah,
1: he said it was
0: graphic.
3: Yeah, I said, I can't unsee
1: what I saw. Of all the things I thought you were going to give us some. Encouragement it, to watch. Why are you guys to watch I knew,
2: that? I knew the scenes on the side of the highway were rough. I guys, remember the that details. Right <laughs> yeah. why,
1: why? would you put a point to that kind so of? Y'all story?
4: don't like, y'all don't like the detailed stories to take us back to the nineties. Not that one.
1: Not that no, one. I like think to we all. That
4: one. I think we all need to remember it. <laughs> right. It's a real story, guys. I didn't make it up.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: when it happened, it was one of those things. When you're my size and built the way I'm built, you don't, you really don't ever cross your legs much. I did during that era. I will say
4: this. I I talked to my mom, and this is funny. My mom and I will share different things with one another on what we're watching like she'll give me a recommendation i'll recommend things to her hey mom you seen this on netflix Mm -hmm. she'll say hey how about this on amazon prime i wish y'all could have heard me yesterday trying to explain this to my mom why would you do this that that was
5: uncomfortable and i got i got i
4: I got into it because i threw something at her she said you know i tried to watch that it wasn't good i said hey i tell you something's really good before i before i realized what I had said, well, I was in a full-blown conversation about Lorena Bobbitt well, with my mother. mother. Mm. Helmsy, how did Man, you? And it was tough.
1: Find her something like oh, on, I know. on the,
2: the... Isn't there something, the, something on Lifetime? I was about to say, what about the Home and Garden Channel? <laughs> what about, Channel? That? What about <laughs> that show where the librarian solves all the murders <laughs> in town and it annoys the police, but she's always right.
7: It goes if you to the like, book club of murders. i
2: tell you what you can't... That's Cameron, uh, uh, what's his
4: name? Uh his sister. I don't know. If you like documentaries <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. of really... Kurt <laughs> <about> Kirk Cameron? <laughs> yeah. Of <Okay>. true <laughs> <laughs> historical events, this is a great one. That's no, all I'll say. No, don't... he no, stop. No point, point your there mama Things Don't in point this your mama that, that I didn't know I was a young guy. What are you going to really do? Know? Tell
2: her next to watch behind the music with Culture Club. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you.
4: <laughs> oh, that's so good.
1: Good, right. Ricky. I'm not disturbing? Give it a look.
2: Having Coach on really got
1: you going today. Ricky coming out of Dega, Written right. a box of cookies. <laughs> Ricky, go ahead.
6: What's up, fellas? You. Listen, one of the observations I made earlier when
1: uh,
6: Angry Hemsley there was uh, given instructions on how to use an app. I, I think he has now become.
4: You Scott, the tech guy. Oh gosh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'd rather be angry, Helmsy. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what, what was he
1: saying though? That you were I don't
2: calmer I don't know if
4: that was a compliment or, or a cut down. No. A cut down. I, I think
1: he, I think he was just saying that you you handled that caller in a very detailed way, from a technical. And I was standpoint. probably nicer Boy, than Red, I would have been were. in the past. I, which, I'm sensing, and I, well, yeah, maybe, maybe I take it as a compliment. Maybe Thank it's because
2: you, you have to walk around where your defense is up. But uh, you seem to be nicer when Greg's not here.
1: Well, everybody does. Bobby. I think <laughs> the every, I whole think room that's is, everybody. The whole yeah. room. I
2: is haven't room. worried about what I'm wearing not once. <laughs> <Where are> <laughs> yeah,
1: you go. that's like somebody saying the room seems less motivated when Tony Robbins left.
7: You're
1: out top of the hour if you're leaving us have a great day if you got more rick and bubba today top of the hour break we'll be right back our number is 866 we be big our website's rick and bubba spell out the word and.com go there stay up day with everything involving the rick
0: and bubba show rick and bubba rick and bubba warning this program may be found offensive by pencil pushing, bean counting, research loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience.
1: Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, Helmsy, Greg Burgess out today. 80 man Adler in the mix. He's here. We're stepping to three. Rick and Bubba University, Jalen Fruithurst and Drops of Jupiter, earning their degree in Common Sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back for another hour. There he is. 25 years on mine number two.
2: Bill Bubba Bustles. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for this wonderful opportunity.
1: Oh, my. Mama. Oh! All right, so we got a number of updates coming up this hour. Your phone calls will be part of it. We, we've, we've covered a lot of information. We welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, W-L-A-Y, in the Florence Muscle Shoals, Sheffield area. Uh, and hopefully uh, all of you have, have discovered that. We try to let you know uh, on our social media, too, if, if this was the way you got the Rick and Bubba show in that area. Uh, so we welcome them back to the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. We talked a little bit about our podcast today we talked about a few changes on the live streaming of the show. Uh, so if you have any questions involving all that, we can help you with that. You can email us or uh, we'll take in some phone calls today. Now, I do want to update you guys on something that's been going on, and then I'm going to give you a, a – If ever, please, every, everybody listen. Good luck with that. The great Walter Williams, who we love, the professor of economics at George Mason University, an incredible commentator and um, –
2: One of the smartest men, I think, to have
1: ever lived, Rick. Yeah, an op-ed writer. If you haven't read his works or listened to him, you need to. He said one day, and and certainly it's not the first time it's been said, but there really is no analogy better than asking the government to solve a problem is like asking an arsonist to put out a fire. Mm -hmm. They they are the problem, so they're not going to solve the problem. And all of you out there that have some idea in this country to give them health care – you must be a loon. Mm-hmm. I mean, what in the world? So here's another example. Now, this is just dealing with city governments and then dealing with the federal government, okay, to a degree. On this one, I have been trying to pay an expired tag ticket now for one month. <sighs> the story goes, and it was, you know, it's nothing worse than Burgess on Burgess crime. Mm-hmm. But we had an older brother. Who is on tour right now? Leave his automobile at our home, to which the younger brother. What you need to, you don't need to let cars sit. You need to drive them. You need to crank them. You need to get them moving, and or else they'll. You know, you start getting dry rot on yeah. the tires yeah, and, set up. and all yeah. this kind of stuff. So the younger brother drove the older brother's automobile only to discover that our oldest son, who lives in the state of Georgia, still had an Alabama tag that was outdated for over a year. On his automobile. So the younger brother gets pulled over and is ticketed for an expired tag. Got no problem with that. That's on us. We owe the fine. We'll pay it. Ben, now now the brothers, they've got their own little bickering going on about it, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just letting that go over here. I'm just trying to be a problem solver, okay? And in this case, I'm not really a- asking the younger one to pay the fine because it really isn't on him. Mm-hmm. And I can't get the money from the oldest one yet. I'll have to deal with that down the road this summer. So anyway, but he has been told by me in no uncertain terms that I'll be having that fine back. Yeah. So so anyway, but now I've got to try to pay it. Which seems pretty simple. You know, if you know Beretta said it best, if you if, if you can't pay the, the, the time, then don't do the crime. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ready to pay for Something the crime. Like I've been trying to pay for the crime for a month. <laughs> now keep in mind, this is how governments work. Here's the city government. You won't believe what I was told yesterday. So I finally narrowed down that this fine is owed to the Birmingham, Alabama municipal court. Mm-hmm. So it was a ticket from the Birmingham police. Yes. Okay. Which is not surprising since it happened in Birmingham, mm-hmm. and right. and it was downtown. Okay, that makes sense. At one time, for some reason, he thought the campus police gave it to him at UAB. UAB <laughs> says it is not us. Please, please take us out of this. We didn't. Okay. We, we didn't okay. do it. And, and how about this? It was expired. I, I'm not saying that law enforcement did anything wrong. It's totally on us. Want to be responsible? Want to pay it? <laughs> so we were given the court date of April the 15th, which I thought was very cruel because yeah. we, we all hate April the 15th anyway. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter to me because we're not going to court because we had an expired tag end of subject. We're just trying to pay the fine. Yes. Right? So I have been searching for a month on who, in the, for the love of God, will take <laughs> take the fine on this thing, and nobody can find the ticket anywhere. Okay? So yesterday, now that yesterday was April 1, I said I'm, I'm 14 days from a court date that is going to make my life even more complicated if we don't get this fine paid. Can you please help me pay this fine? Everybody has said it's not theirs. But I've now finally got to the bottom of it yesterday. It is the Birmingham Municipal Court, who I've called twice mm-hmm. and who I've gone online to use their online service probably ten times to see if the ticket ever comes up. So yeah, they, they don't think you
2: owe anything, at least online. It's just not showing t- that it's there. W-
1: w- you're not going to believe what I was told. Mm-hmm. Now, don't forget, only the government would have this kind of logic and, and do this poor of a job, Okay. The ticket was given on March one. The court date is April fifteenth. Plenty, no problem with that. That's a reasonable amount of time to pay you fine. I was going to pay it the next forty five day, days, but I know it takes a little time for paperwork. To, a little time for paperwork. A little time.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Now all I ever hear is that cities don't have enough money, and we all know that tickets are a way to get revenue. No. Nope. Okay? That's all I ever hear is that they don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Okay? Here I am trying to give them money, and I can't give them the money. All right. All right, so this is what I was told. Just get ready for this. Well, sir, if you're dealing with Birmingham City Police, sometimes their paperwork takes 90 days. Okay. So you gave me a court date of, of, of a little over 30 days. You <laughs> give me a court date of 45 days, but you don't turn in your paperwork sometimes for 90 now, I don't know how to tell you all this, <laughs> but 90 is a bigger number than 45. <laughs> right. Much right. bigger. That's that's a larger number. So so what you're saying is that I can be given a ticket and the court date come before the officer ever gets his paperwork done. That's what I'm telling you. Well, what will happen then? Well, nothing. They'll look and, you know, you won't be on the, what is it called? docket. The docket that day, and they'll just give you a new court date after that. I hate I knew that. Uh. Right. Yeah, I know you do. Now, now is that so any, they want to spend l- your life? Listen, is there anything more inefficient than that? And and I'm thinking we're gonna give these people health care. So I, mm-hmm. I was like, now is the is the police officer turning in the paperwork? But it's taking that time. I don't to know process. I don't know that. I, I know, know they have deadlines where they got to turn. Well, their that's door. what I, th- I was told. They do have a deadline. But right. whoever's between the officer uh-huh. and me being able to pay the fine, right? Are are, are the are our classic government employees? Okay, classic. This is how the government. It's like molasses. <laughs> You know what I mean? I've known people that have had to go down to offices, find paperwork, and move it from one desk to another. But this is crazy inefficient, okay? Mm. So, all your let, let me say this. I had, a, I had a chief of police tell me this one time who, who is, represents the majority of law enforcement. He said the, 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 the object of the city government, including law enforcement of any city, is to serve the community, not hassle it, okay? And, and and so what, what I don't understand is the tag's out date, here's the, here's the ticket, you certainly should have given it, you were doing your job, trying to pay it, can't pay it. And, I mean, and, and you could say, well, give us a couple weeks. I got no problem with that. I understand this stuff takes time. We're, we're giving – we're saying it takes longer to process a ticket than the actual court date? I mean, that's crazy. And and and, and so I don't know what – I mean, every day, just keep checking it. You know, maybe, maybe it'll so, be – So, Rick, it. let me ask you this. How <laughs> – if – if the ticket
2: has not been turned in or the paperwork hasn't been processed, it's not in their system, how do you even know you have a court date? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I
1: know. Well, they're saying it says a court date on the ticket, but, uh, but what I don't want, because <laughs> uh, this has happened to me when I didn't do the right thing and, and involved the state of Tennessee. <laughs> I, I I forgot that I got a ticket in Tennessee, which is right. why I'm paranoid now about paying them as soon as I get
2: them. Rick, you've learned your lesson and I changed am. your ways. Because yeah. if
1: you let a ticket you lie, turn around,
2: from your life of crime, you'll you'll
1: forget about it. Yeah. And I was speeding, and I deserved the ticket, and I forgot to hit the court date on time, forgot about it, and got lost my license, which is a huge hassle to get them reestablished. <laughs> so I don't want this to happen to my son. So we're trying to follow the rules yeah. because, you know, people can say, well, the court date, uh, you know. No, I worry about court dates yeah. because I've been burned by this before mm-hmm. of my own irresponsibility. So I'm trying to be responsible and do the right thing. And I, and, and I can't do the right thing because the government can't process paperwork in less than 90 days. And they give you a court date of 45 days. Only the government would not see the the discrepancy of that <laughs> mm-hmm. same thing Th- think about this if there was money to
2: be had out there would walmart handle it different No. <laughs> oh. hey you'd be able to swap out and fast pass on the car <laughs> when they gave you the ticket I, and from you know? what
1: i'm gathering by the calls right now and emails i'm getting this happens to people all the uh, time of people said they've had warrants sworn out for them they've, they've had their, their license that all because people can't process paperwork and we're gonna give them health care I'll come back and I'll tell you one more thing that happened involving the federal government next.
0: Oh boy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Two minutes now past the hour, you got Rick and Bubba talking about the efficiency of city, state, and federal government. And and you know, this is again like Bubba and I've talked about yesterday. I guess this is gonna be a theme that we're that we've been assigned. To ma- to clarify, our founding fathers believed in minimum interaction with the government, the the most the, the most minuscule you could possibly have, and this is why. Uh, and for some reason, uh, over time, people start thinking that they can run back to the government to solve all issues, and the government always creates more problems than they solve. But people so, are asking Dickie and Admire
5: to call live and check on your ticket. You know what? Ooh. Done.
1: Remind me of that. I can't do it live, but remind right. us to maybe investigate that and see if we can,
2: we can try that. But anyway. Rick, I might suggest you wait till you get this <coughs> cleared up. Well, Bubba, well, well, what offense. am I going to do, miss my
1: court day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so hopefully in the next. Here what, is the what,
2: thing with the government, too. It always can get worse. You yeah. know, there's a saying is it can't get much right. worse. Well, you can. Live. Well,
1: mainly, hopefully we can get it resolved in the next 13 days. If not, then we'll be in a no-new ballgame. So then now we move to the federal government. Uh, one of my kids needs his passport. Renew, uh, you know when when you when and when they get it as a little fellow like uh, young Broderick who who seems to be caught in, her, in the Burgess crosshairs right now, um, you have to go in and get a new picture because they've changed so much, you know. And so mm-hmm. let me be clear: the last time we were going to renew our passports before we went to Italy, uh, we were told incorrectly uh, that we could just walk in and. Get them done at a post office because all we were doing was renewing them. Uh, we got there and and that was incorrect information. So once again, government not all that efficient about getting you the right information. So you know what? When when I've been hit by a car uh, like a dog, I don't go near the highway anymore. I try, right. to, I try to learn from past mistakes, just like with this ticket. So when I knew that he had to have his renewed, I said, not going to fall for that again. Now there's some places you can walk. Is out.
4: it ten years you get on a passport? Well, it's according to your age, but yeah, I think that's something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. and then it you have to renew it before it expires, or once it expires, can you take the expired one in there and get? Here, yeah, here's the problem: if you're going somewhere now,
1: if it's going to expire within six months of like your planning, they want you to go ahead and get it renewed now. They because they 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 won't, they won't recognize it if it even if it's close to being renewed. Okay. Hmm. So mm-hmm. in his case, his isn't going to be need to be renewed till November officially, but he's going. Out, out of the country Within in that. July, okay. so they're not going to accept it if it doesn't get renewed before then. Okay, So we're working on that.
2: Uh, Rick, if you're 16 or older, it's
1: 10 years. If you're 15 or younger, it's five years. Right. That's correct. So here's what happens now. Because he got his passport when he was younger than 16, that means he cannot just do it by mail, which is what Sherry and I did. And it, it was really no hassle. You go down to a drugstore, get a picture made, send it in, no problem. Fill out the paperwork. And, and write a check. But if you got it when you were below 16, you have to come in. Well, it, it, and, of course, the federal government, in their infinite wisdom, I said, well, I'm not going to get burned on this again. I'm going to make an appointment, mm-hmm. and that way the kid has an appointment, and he can go down there and get it done. So this is – this is now keep up, we want to give him health care. So I go online, <laughs> and it says, what would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to click on renew passport. You know why? Because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Going to renew a passport, <clears throat> and it clearly says, if you receive the passport below the age of sixteen, you must have an appointment. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. It's federal government. <laughs> Good news if you're just renewing it, do it by mail. Now, clearly on the same website, it says if you received it younger than sixteen, <laughs> you can't do it by mail.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, uh, don't want to do that. Just want to make my appointment. <laughs> renew by mail. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to go in. But, but you just said, if he's lower than 16, when he got it, I have to come in. And you're clicking that. Do you know how I finally got an appointment? I had to act like it was his first time he ever got a passport. And then I'll just explain it when we get there. They offer no option that they tell you to do, and there's no way to make an appointment online if you received the passport younger than 16, even though what you're doing is just renewing it, you're not getting a new one. You're not doing your first one. So, so I just had to go, well, I guess the only way to get an appointment is to say he's coming in just to get a passport. So that's what I did, and now he has an appointment. But there's that inefficiency did, again. Did you try the renew by mail since he gave you the option? You can't because it clearly says on the same website, because we ran into this with the last time we had to get him renewed with Brooks, and we just went ahead. Bro- Brody still had some time on his, mm-hmm. so we gave up on Brody right. at that point. And I had to go to a place where you can just walk in and stand in a line But you got to face. Don't they
2: usually do that at a post office somewhere?
1: Yeah, but you have to face a person if you, even if you're renewing, if you got it when you were younger than Mm -hmm. than 16. Right. You can't do it by mail. Let me clarify that. It can't be done by mail. Well, we understand that, but when you try to get, I want to renew my passport, but I got it when I was younger than 16. It tells you to renew it by mail. But you can't. But you can't renew it by mail if you're that age. If you got it at that age. So then, you just have to try to outthink the government and think. Let's see if I can speak their language. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go make an appointment to face a person because I know once I face the person, I'm just simply gonna say we're getting it renewed. And but he, I was he's younger got, than yeah. yeah. He and was you know younger. what
2: they're gonna tell you? Yeah. Go do it online. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, not well, know how this works. Well, 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 I got told that last time, you know, <laughs> on the phone, only to discover that's incorrect. I was also told that at this post office. I didn't need an appointment, but it clearly says if you look online at this post office, you must have an appointment. Now there are some places you can just walk in, but that didn't mean all of them. You gotta know which post offices allow you yeah. to walk in, and they're they're not all of them. And I'd rather have an appointment anyway, but you gotta communicate yeah. that clearly. But I laughed my head off when the same website says if you got your passport when you were younger than 16, you cannot do it by mail. And then you try to make an appointment, and you know what it says? If you're just renewing, do it by mail. <laughs> what? Well, you just said, but in this situation, I can't. Uh, gonna just renew it by mail. You don't see, see? You just said I can't, and now you're telling me to do that. For the love of all that's good and kind, what in the world? You, did, did y'all not think there should be an option for people who are renewing who are younger than 16 when they got there? Sh- shouldn't that option be here? Since they're giving you that since you say that's what those people must be <laughs> right. Do? It's unbelievable. Doesn't, I mean, it, I mean, doesn't it make you want to let those people handle your kidney transplant? I, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, really, you have to get to the point. Now, if it's not your health care, you got to get in your mind, you know, that you got to think like they think. So, if not, it's <laughs> like it's like you're speaking a foreign language, and they don't think the way that that, that everybody else thinks. You got you got to go. Okay, well, the government, whoever set this up, didn't think about that scenario. So I got to trick the government and think their language to get an appointment. I've got to use language that really doesn't apply to my situation that will get me to the place where I can actually get done what they're saying I have to do.
2: <laughs> now Rick. you're thinking like oh, a government, Rick. Rick.
1: got a lot to get resolved, but I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't wait till they have health care. It's going to be awesome. We'll
0: be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: It's uh, 35 minutes past the hour to the phones we go at 866 Ooh, we be big. All right, um, it, I don't know any bigger endorsement for LifeLock than what we had here on the show the other day when Bubba was telling you the great job they've done for him uh, when someone's tried to steal his identity and open loans all over the place. Hey, that's How nice. How about top-notch uh, service, wasn't
2: it? It was. It was. It got on the phone. We called the different companies. They walked me through it. We got put on hold once. They said, hey, we don't want you to stay on hold. We'll call you
1: back, and they did in about 10 minutes. It, it, was, it was probably as good as it could be handled. So what you experienced was they do a good job. Nobody can see all transactions at all times, stop no. all cybercrime, all identity theft. But the difference with LifeLock is not only do they give you great coverage, if something does happen, like in Bubba's case, you actually are assigned a di- identity restoration specialist that walks you through getting this resolved and reestablishing everything, which is what happened. And taught me about freezing my credit report, which I didn't even know you could do. Hmm. The best protection available. I don't know what else you might be waiting on to go ahead and make this call. 1-800-LIFELOCK, so you can live life knowing that you're protected. Or LifeLock.com, you get 10% off with the code Bubba, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. Pick uh, the coverage that you think you need for your life. There's different options available. Also, rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button, uh, be protected by LifeLock. Michael says he thinks he can help with some of the conversations we discussed. This is the mystery of paying for a ticket. Uh, Michael, thanks for your service to the community, and welcome to the program.
3: Hey, thank you all for your stance, by the way. Thank you, brother. Okay, hey, look, you've got – and I made a phone call just to make sure, because I've been laughing at this for a couple of weeks. I'm a police officer. Hmm. And I've always been told, hey, you got 72 hours to get your stuff turned in and swear to stuff. We have to go in and swear that what we're turning in is true. I made a phone call. They're like, yes, that's a rule of court. You have to do that. I'm like, so that's not just a local thing. They're like, nope, that's everybody's supposed to do that. So the next time I called, I would ask, hey, what's up with the 72 hours? How come the officer (laughs) hadn't.
1: Well, in all fairness, and I mean, to,
3: we got to gotta give
1: you time to pay it. Yeah, in all fairness well, to him, yeah, maybe he did, or to her, maybe they did, and it's the person between that officer and my ability to pay it. This, this not not getting the paperwork done in an efficient manner is that
3: possible? Manner. Well, in Birmingham, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. As, yeah every as, time I tell him it was as 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 Birmingham City. Going off. Look, I've had tickets. Sadly, uh, you know, when you've got this many drivers, and including myself, <laughs> I've had to pay you know, speeding tickets and things like this, and it usually just works online. I'm talking about with no problem whatsoever. It's usually up there and ready to go within a week, Uh, and I've never had this experience before. But when I tell them it's Birmingham City, they go, okay, well, that that makes sense.
3: (laughs) Well, I would just bring that up to see because, it, I mean, it it may be something that's that's gotten lost, but they can't just keep telling you that the officer hasn't turned in the paperwork because that's not –
1: yeah, I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. No, they can tell you that. Now keep it. Yeah. Well, as you know, Michael, what does every city and every government tell you? Man, we're hurting for revenue. Uh, but no, you to, you'd think they'd be hustling to get that revenue in, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, but anyway. I got
3: one question for Bubba real quick. Okay, yeah. Bob, go ahead. Bubba, what's the, what's the over-under on the state tournament? How many points are we going to
1: get?
2: Uh, we're going to get all we can.
3: <laughs> well, <I haven't laughs> this year, you? Uh,
2: you know, we've been on a pretty good run on the boys' side. That's for sure. Yeah, pretty good. It's been about three years. <laughs> well, we're, we maybe we'll see. We're shooting uh, well, for I, that.
3: I help, I help coach a team, so I hope we get to see y'all there. We 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 have a. We're hoping we can pull it off and get there with our boys. So good luck to y'all. Well,
2: good luck. Where, where do
1: you coach
3: at? My hometown, Hartle Okay, right. yeah, a, okay. good deal.
1: Well, good the, the, deal. I hope so. Bubba said he's, uh, the state's got to handle the paperwork, so I don't know if it'll get <laughs> 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 I hey, thanks, we'll get in. Good luck on your
3: ticket,
1: man. Well, hey, think about this. I've never been in this good position luck you guys. that yeah. I'm upset because I can't give somebody money Yeah. I, that I didn't want to have to give. Uh. Uh, anyway, we'll see. Uh, let's go to Patrick Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Patrick, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing this morning, guys? We're right. doing good.
6: Good. good. I just want to tell you another reason you don't want to use the government software or their programs. I was in the post office with a little kiosk because I obviously didn't want to stand in line to mail my little package, and you put it on the scale, and it says, please enter an address, and it says, I'm sorry, this isn't a valid address, although I know it was. Well, after three times, you're saying that it finally just goes on, and you skip it. And then it says, can it print, can this big label fit on your package? And you just say no. Well, the very next question is, would you like stamps? Well, I assume that means they're going to put stamps on it instead of this big giant label. Mm-hmm. And then it says, okay, thank you. And it, the bill was like $12. And I'm like, "What is that. So I said, okay, well, they said it was going to be $0.90, cents, so I put three stamps on there. And I get home, and I look at my receipt, and there's a little tiny sticker about the size of a postage stamp for $0.93 cents that I was supposed to put out of the package that it didn't tell me it was going to print. I don't know if it was some scam for them to get more money out of me by buying oh, a book wow. of stamps,
7: oh, but it God.
6: didn't say anything. It told me the address was wrong, and I had to say no, 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 and finally it just went through and charged me extra and put a little sticker I didn't even get to use.
1: Again, Bubba okay. and I keep saying it. Can you imagine if this same situation involved you needing major surgery to save your life? I, I mean, oh, yeah. can, can you imagine? And I've talked to people that live in countries – where that is the case. And and there's people waiting and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting for all this to be processed for them to get their surgery that they need to save their life. And some and some people never get it in time. Hmm. I mean Well, that's why the ones that can afford to come to the
2: United States. Like Mick Jagger. Huh? Mm-hmm. As goofed up as our system is, it's still the walking
1: dog. Will and Hazel Green will go ahead. Yeah, Monkey Grants, guys. Thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate that very much. Hey, I just going to weigh in on
6: your ticket issue. I kind of had the same incidents a while back. I've got a 19-year-old and a 17-year-old, and they both got a ticket for an incident. I won't really mention what it was. Understood. But it's not listed on the back of the ticket. So we had to appear in court regardless. And once we got in court, one of them was 17, his name was never called because because of his age, the whole ticket was dismissed, and we never knew about it.
1: Wow. Uh, this one says expired tag pretty clear on it, but I'll look on the back and see if that's listed. I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah,
6: it, it may be, but that's what they told us. If it's not listed on the back, you got to show up and, and deal with it that way. Yeah, nobody but has it told me that. He got thrown
1: it. Yeah, that worked out for you. But I've been told that too. They said if this thing goes on and on, I know it's a hassle. But if you keep on this road going on and on and on and you stand before the judge and say, Hey, I couldn't get anybody to process this paperwork. I would have paid this long ago. A lot of times the time judge say, I'll tell you what, you're dismissed. If you if you had to come all the way down here unnecessarily, you're dismissed.
0: Hmm.
1: You don't owe us anything. So I mean I'd rather not have to do that. Yeah. But I really would rather pay it than go to court, honestly.
0: But I yeah, mean we'd
1: it, hate
2: to see Brody do a perk walk. Oh yeah. <laughs> The thing in change right he's, out of
1: school. Hey, he's mad at his older brother now, can you imagine? Oh, Rick. And, you know, the thing is, you remember, this is the and kid. And I know how he loves video. You could shoot video of it for him. Yes, you know, this is the kid that claims nobody tells me anything. Mm-hmm. And this is the old, he's saying it again. Hey, you just let me drive off in a car without the tag? Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> you know, Brody is the Adam Goldberg of our generation absolutely
2: he's he's making <laughs> notes about all these things right. and you're yes. gonna see it on the screen one you're, day that's, that's so, good. so
1: true that's so good uh we continue let's go to uh brad in gadsden z93 wlwi brad go ahead hey man
9: hey uh they look they there's two things that i want to tell you i've i've had dealing with tickets man all my life i've not had my license more than i've had them but uh
6: one thing, if you get the ticket renewed before you go to – if you get the
0: tag renewed before you go
6: to court, they'll probably – they'll probably drop
1: it. Mm-hmm. Like okay. that phone y- yeah. dropped. you know, I, the odds of that are not good. Um, you know, with the person who has to renew it somewhere in Indiana right now. Yeah, and you're out uh, of state. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a mess. He's Rick, got, it's just a mess. He's got 40 more dates left on this tour. I, it, See, it's a mess. Yeah.
2: yeah. and And – He's not having to deal with it, so, you know, that usually doesn't change your behavior in it, you know. Well,
1: as I've told him, though, if he can hear the bell (laughs) tolling. One day, son, we will face each other. (laughs) It will be sometime (laughs) midsummer, but we will. Uh, We continue, 866 We Be Big. Uh, Go to Daniel in West Virginia. Mountain mama, mama, take me home, country country road. road. All right, go ahead, Daniel. (laughs) Hey, guys, good morning to you first off. Thank you.
9: I had a similar situation happen. I lived a bad life when I was younger and (laughs) lost my job and was in between some things. Anyways, all that in the past. Got a good job. My tag had died. My insurance had lapsed due to that. Had a police officer follow me into a restaurant, gets out, says, you know why I followed you in here? I said, yeah, I'm sure my tag is dead. Yes, sir, it is. You know, license, registration, all that. He says, you have insurance? No, sir, I don't. I was getting ready to you know, get it tomorrow because this was on a Sunday. He says, well, I'll tell you what. He said, uh, Geico and places like that are usually got an office open on Sunday. Why don't you call them, get yourself insurance. If you can get that, get your tag taken care of, and take that into the courthouse, they'll waive all these tickets that I'm going to write you today. <laughs> so I said, all right, that sounds pretty good. So I get insurance that day, mind you. The very next day on Monday, because I was off on Mondays, I go down, pay my taxes on my car, get my tag, get the sticker and all that kind of stuff with the temporary registration, go in that day to the courthouse and show the lady the information and tell her what the police officer said. She said, sir, this will not work. I said, well, why won't this work? She said, in order for us to waive a ticket on insurance, it has to show you had insurance the day before you got the ticket. I said, ma'am, if I had insurance the day before I got the ticket, I wouldn't have got the ticket. (laughs) I I ended up having to go to court because of it. Now, it all got waived, thank thank God that it all got waived, but it just was a hassle, and like you said, we want them to take care of health care and everything else, no, when no. they can't even run their own stupid system, right?
1: No, I, no, I don't think any of us want that. No. You it, know what, it, I think you should be a Geico commercial. You <laughs> yeah. Burn, burn,
2: burn. You know, I, I had a problem with an officer telling me on my truck that I had the wrong kind of tag for the weight of it, and I go down to the tag office, and I tell the lady, she goes, no, that's not right, and then... He, he stops me again in the same area and says, I thought we went over there. I said, I can't go behind the counter. I said, I went and talked to him. They said this is a tag. They, they
1: give me the tag. I don't go get it. <laughs> Rick
0: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, so
1: we're back, um, 866.
0: We be big as our Bubba, number. Rick and
1: Bubba. All right, so um, looking back on April Fool's Day yesterday, I, I know that there were, you know, attempts out there, and we tried to warn you all to watch out for April Fool's. Uh, Speedy, I know you, uh, sent your kids, uh, an April fool's joke, uh, Trying to make them think that their mother was <laughs> pregnant with another child. And by the way, that is brutal. And, you, and right. sadly, you got that from your mom who tried to pull that on you. R- right. Which yeah. I don't know how to break it to your mom. We would have celebrated a, a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we if, sure would have. If that had taken place. Oh,
5: my mom and dad just thought they were comedians.
1: They thought that. And then you did it uh-huh. to all boys, all three of them. I did. We have a family group
5: text, and I just told them that, you know, hey, your mom's been sick, went to the doctor Saturday, which she had done. Uh, they ran some tests. Luckily, she didn't have the flu, but the other results came back. And yep. in eight months, y'all are going to be big brothers. <laughs> uh, and uh, I had one, which I predicted. I had one that res- responded pretty quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you, same one you predicted, Reece? Yes,
5: yes. Hey, April Fools, ha, ha, ha. I had one that that responded with, what? And then I have one that has yet to respond. <laughs>
7: <laughs> and
5: so uh, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. But um, but throughout the day we we had fun. We threw back to that a little bit in the text messages with the uh, with the youngest one. And uh, and Terry even joined in and said, "Yeah, and it's going to be a girl." So oh, okay, that's good. but uh, I don't think they I don't think they bit. I don't think they went for it. <clears throat> Not even the what the, the what? And then he quickly figured it out. But okay. the one that hadn't here's what's so weird the one that didn't respond is in college and the oldest one he didn't respond and we talked throughout the day and he never brought it up which tells me he didn't read the text that's right that's <laughs> right and he couldn't have. and he'll no, be the one that no says nobody tells me anything.
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he'll now, be that guy <laughs> now i understand that we also y'all talked about it a friend of uh, of the show uh andy blanks yeah was uh was april fooled with with a crispy cream donut box mm-hmm. yes and, and he opened brutal, it up and right? they were like fresh vegetables in it yes 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 yes, yes. 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 Carrots, yes. And on the inside
5: of the box and... yeah on the inside of the box it had april fools because they knew who you know whoever did it well,
1: i with... thought i thought andy tried to take care of it so but the uh now Rick, to get a to get a box like that and open it up and have vegetables in it that one hurt you the most didn't it that hurts to watch that one that hurts what about now we know nationally didn't McDonald's try one? Yeah, they did. They yeah. tried one in Australia with a pickle a, sandwich a, a pickle or
5: something. A pickle sandwich and McPickle. also they also tried one um, that uh, that it was like a uh, – I'm trying to find it here because there's a run of uh, – they introduced a milkshake-flavored sauce to dip your favorite products in. That was a hoax. That that didn't happen. That was April Fool's. But
1: didn't they say on the pickle sandwich like they didn't expect people – some people got excited about it. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They, they thought
2: that it was obvious it was a joke. <laughs> right. And some people got all fired up and started <laughs> – I got to you know, tell
4: you. That looks good. What? Yeah, it's not bad. I like pickles. Look at pickles. that. Look Y'all at that. Like you I like could have pickles. the Big Mac, the Big Mac sauce in that pickle – Boy. sandwich i like that mm. you want that much pickle though that's a lot of well, pickle. I'd, I'd like to give it a shot that's all i'm saying okay well so
1: you ruined the joke too it's, i know it's no meat mountain I'll tell now you babylon that. b said cnn did an april fool's joke and ran a true story yes i <laughs> <laughs> <Saw> that. <laughs> said it was
2: actually accurate, it was accurate. <laughs> both sides of the story were covered and on, and on the money yep uh, we had um, tom brady tweeted out that he was retiring Yes, what so a I good know. one. Well, he got yeah. on
4: Twitter to for the
5: begin first time, with yeah. for
2: the
4: first time, which kind of threw everybody
5: Oh, really? Up.
2: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And what was his April
2: Fools? That he was retiring. That he was retiring,
5: <laughs> that he okay. was stepping away.
2: Then he sent one out a little later saying, hey, was that a bad joke? Yeah, it was. I think the Chicago Bears uh, introduced a couple of fake jerseys
5: that, that weren't real. Um, Roku, they are not uh, introducing a new remote for dogs. That That's not happening. Okay. Um, what about that Starbucks
4: one? You were telling me that. Did you already say that? Uh, no, I haven't yet. It's um, about the puppy. Yeah, yeah. Puppy bucks or dog yeah, bucks. Yeah, where they
5: were going to open up a place just for puppies, uh, for dogs.
4: That's Which, that's in not the real. Starbucks world, the people that go there, they'd love that. Right. We already have no, no, cat no, I
1: dog say, cafes. I was about to say, that, that sounds like something they would actually do. They would
4: love. Yeah. Um,
5: let's see. James Comey isn't running for president. That yeah uh, that that was I out saw there that yesterday. tweet
1: yesterday. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> was um, a good one on him. Roughly. Right. Joel Osteen yeah. said he's going to preach out the Bible this
4: Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so good. <laughs> and there's the hammer
5: T-Mobile and it takes a turn (laughs) T-Mobile didn't disrupt talking on cell phones uh, because they're introducing a phone booth that was out there that's funny
2: I don't think they did it this year but one year uh, one of the companies had put out that they're going to start a a tax on texting or something Mm -hmm. per letter oh and that created quite a panic
0: that's funny
2: oh my goodness (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know. I forgot about it. I was going to do some yesterday and forgot about it, really, yeah, you know we ought to have more fun with that than we do. i know I just uh-huh. forgot about but it it's kind of like you know how people call New Year's Eve like amateur night. You know what I mean? You're it's, right. You, you just you feel we, like we too We prank all the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and some of it's just not good, you know. Yeah.
5: So. I was
1: coaching a game last night, too. I could have done something with a team. Oh, oh, yeah. The whole deal.
5: Um, See, there was one out there that Glasses USA was teaming up with Smith Army Knives to uh, have a multi-tool knife that's also a pair of glasses. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> um, you know, I think a lot I of companies almost
2: look forward
1: to the creativity. All right, Brandon says for. Chick-fil-A did one. Brandon, Ooh, what, they did do one. They right. did. We only got a minute to the top. What Chick-fil-A do? Uh, they put out that they were going to do
6: a uh, steak sandwich, that they didn't start it, but they perfected it.
1: <laughs> That's funny, mm. that with the same that, line. Did you see the picture? Of course, of I'd that, want a steak sandwich. Yeah. the Swiss Army knife glasses. That, I did. That's
2: <laughs> That funny. is funny. <laughs> That's right up your alley right yeah, there. That
1: it? is good. That's
5: got MacGyver written all <laughs> over it, doesn't it? See where Chick-fil-A's been banned from another airport. What's the deal
1: with that? That, y'all, that, the, anyway. that, that? That's the dumbest. I mean, and, and what gets me about that is all sorts of businesses and all sorts of places have all sorts of spiritual convictions, uh, spirit, uh, no spiritual conviction, uh, views of the world concerning all kinds yeah. of things. But the only people that keep getting in trouble and getting banned are people who don't want to open on Sunday because they believe that's a great day to honor what they believe and they believe in giving you outstanding service and a great product. But but that, they're out to get you. And think of all the other businesses with all the other agendas, and that no, didn't bother no. you. That's fine. No. Yeah. Did, that family? thing, who sent me the really? thing of the woman that was giving props to Chick-fil-A saying she just wants to take time? Was that you? Yeah.
4: That was hilarious. It's almost worth playing.
1: It really is. She claims that she thinks Chick-fil-A sends all their employees to some kind of military academy yeah. <laughs> to, get, to get it right. And, uh, and she's really – it's very funny. Yeah. All right, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. you got more. We'll be back.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes Rick and Bubba 7 minutes
1: past the, the hour from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast <laughs> Plaza and Teleport another hour of the Rick and Bubba show with Speedy Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler Greg Burgess on vacation I'm nationwide Catch us on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, the podcast, the TuneIn app, man. and watching us on TV, streaming live and on demand. Welcome to the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. We are welcoming back on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network side, WLAY 100.1 FM shows country back and the Rick and Bubba Radio Network family. So that, uh, that's exciting today. So good to have them back. Uh, also, our intern taking phone calls us our drops of Jupiter, going for a master's degree in common sense, Jalen Fruithurst working on the TV side of things. Did you see? Now, look, let me, let me go ahead and, and say this. We love Hannity. Okay, he's been, he's been good to the show. He's a good friend. But, but Sean is, is a little high strung. We did, and, we did not discuss this segment in advance. Right. So, or I or just, I, what I'm saying <laughs> is just because we love Sean doesn't mean that Sean's hype on this is going to, to live up. But he, he is saying, you know, this whole deal about the investigation that is, you know, went into the Trump administration that has now, Mueller has said, I find no collusion. As far as that particular narrative, we could not substantiate the charge. Uh, and then people begin to say, okay, we also found out in this process the dossier was bought and paid for. Uh, the FISA court, that that was kind of, that we didn't like the way that went down. We're, we didn't like the Comey thing, that looked a little, we didn't like the feel of that. Mm-hmm. We didn't like the feel of people in the FBI that obviously hated Trump and said so publicly. So according to Hannity, and I love Sean, and Sean may be right. I mean, he's much more connected than I am, or, or we are. He says that sources, and I don't know who those sources are, have told him that there is extraordinarily—now, this is what the, the word Sean used—extraordinarily damning information coming out through this, these other investigations that are going on about the Department of Justice and the FBI. Mm-hmm. That, that we're not going to like what what's about to come out.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm not totally surprised by that. I mean, they've been saying they want to get to the root of how this started. Um, and was it politically motivated? Uh, was it basically a, a a bloodless coup attempt or a paperwork coup, if you would? Right. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot of that information become public. I want to say again, you know, the Comey investigation, there's a lot of people that want to see the entire report. Um but a lot of that has to do with grand jury testimony. You can't just put grand jury testimony out in public. It's against the law to do that. So that will have to be carefully uh, redacted, and some people won't be happy until they have every sheet and every letter on it. But, I mean, there's there's laws protect, protecting um, people who testify to grand juries, and, and there's reasons for that. So I don't know how if they're just going to trample their own laws to get that done or what. There's also been video that has come out this morning of of one of the committee members who's calling for that, um, that that report be made public. He also went on a campaign back when um, I guess it was Bill Clinton was being investigated by uh, Kenneth Starr that he said that shouldn't be put out and gave his reason. So he's he's on video. Playing both sides of the fence with that, so Rick, politics are alive and
1: well in all of this. I love when Hannity gets him a term that he loves. The term buckets of information, buckets, five buckets. He said there's going to be criminal referrals issued this week by Chairman Nunez. Uh, there are going to be the uh, the president who said who Sean did interview last week. There'll be FISA applications released. There'll be FBI 302s released, and there will be gang of eight material. We've identified five buckets of information that will be extraordinarily damning. I know that to be the case based on all my sources. That is Sean Hannity's quote. Do, do you know something, too, that's kind of
2: funny? It's funny you bring that up. Uh, you think of buckets of information as, as just a term. That's, that's a highly technical server term. Did you know that, buckets? Is it? Yeah, you put things in different buckets sometimes. So um, there may be there may be a technical part to that we're not aware of, but... Here's the thing. No one is above the law in this country, including the president. And we have uh, things in place to investigate that. There's limits as to what they can do to a sitting president at a given time because of the political ramifications of that. And I think that's what we're we're really trying to look at in this. Was this justified? Or was it a political hit job and a paperless coup attempt? And I think that's where the interest is in that. And I think everyone, you know, I, I go back to this thing. I wish we could all get together Dems, repubs, libs, conservatives, and we could set down some ground rules. And say, and we've used this example. Are you going to do the golf thing again? About the president playing golf. Right. There And sometimes it's okay for the president right. to play golf if he's got his letter, you know, the right letter by his name. Other times it's, it's absolutely silly that he right. would be playing golf and we have soldiers, uh, you know, in harm's way. I think we should come together and say, is it okay for a president to play golf or not. And all of us decide if that's okay or it's not, and then go with it depending on – And then okay. forget who party you belong well, to. Well,
1: Bubba, I love you so much. And I, I And I appreciate your I dreams, and I appreciate your thoughts, and, and it looks awful sunny where you're trying to take us. I know. <laughs> but I will give you something that show you – And I'm looking
2: you. for the gumdrop forest,
1: I will show you how futile this is. Have you ever sat down with, say, college football fans? Oh, I know. I know. And, and you can say – that their coach plays golf and their rivalries coach plays golf. And they'll say, well, the rivalry coach shouldn't play. My coach is good. It's right, fine that right, he does. Right. So, whatever my team does is fine. And whatever all the teams I hate do, people are to be aghast. But if we can get everybody
2: and, and, on the record, Rick, well, saying but that's
1: not happen. golf is good, and then hold them to
2: it. Go, no, no, no. Look, right here, you said it was okay. You signed it, you initial it, and I got your picture saying yeah. it's okay for golf. So it's okay for golf.
1: Well, in this situation, your example should be, and I agree with it and have said. And if you break the deal, you face the wheel. If no. these allegations <laughs> turn out to be true, even even just little tiny parts of it turn out to be, true, then we've already surpassed Watergate. Now, now I oh, think yeah. there's things in here that could be much worse than Watergate. I, I think it's much worse. But what I'm saying, worse. if we just yep. get what we already know, we're past Watergate. Okay? So, I thought we all did decide that things like Watergate were unacceptable to the American people and to both political parties. I right. thought we already decided that. Now, now you're right. I don't have a contract with everybody signing it. Right. But I thought publicly— got to have that because they'll wishy-washy. Here's some things that, that people are saying we, we could see, and I want to say could. I don't know whether this is going to be true or not, but this is what's being reported. So I, I do a show, and we can not say what's being reported, that these buckets of information are going to show U.S. ambassadors conspired with the FBI and the Justice Department to harm Trump, and there needs to be a for everybody who violates Americans' civil liberties. Also, it says, and this is, the, this, this is something we've talked about a lot, back to the dossier and the FISA court, that the dossier was compiled by British ex-spy Christopher Steele. Yeah, we know that. And it was funded in part, which means that not all, but in part, meaning there were, there were funds by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC, the Democratic National Committee. Look, it, And if it, that turns out to be true, if they put $1... Toward this, and it does say not all of it was funded, but parts of it was funded. Yeah. Then that is, that's Watergate. is clear. Here's the problem.
2: Here's the problem. I don't have a problem with Hillary Clinton doing opposition research. Oh, no, that's fine. No more than I do with Donald Trump Mm-mm. doing opposition research. And when they do that, they're going to try to find things that they want to bring out to discredit their opponent. It, it, true, not true, half truths whatever. No law against that. The problem is when you take that document that is clearly something you're trying to use for political gain that may be true it may not be true and you take it to a FISA court to get a warrant to wiretap to follow people to investigate somebody that's where you have you have crossed the line and somebody sold it to the to the FISA court judge that is the person who has broken the law not Hillary Clinton not the guy that did the dossier, but the guy who crossed from political to
1: legal. That is where the problem is. That's where we need to focus, on that person. Right. 17 minutes past. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, uh,
2: Chuck Graham, state senator, is
6: here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh. God love you. What am I
1: talking about? 22 minutes past the hour.
7: It's been three days
1: since I and hung up on oh you. Yeah. Oh, dirty Uncle Joe Biden. <laughs> we knew this was a matter of time. Most people have predicted when we get into the hashtag meToo movement, who would be the next political figure that the women would say is a little handsy. And a lot of people guessed Joe Biden. And if you guessed Joe Biden... The women are coming forward saying Uncle Joe's a little handsy. And it, guys, here's the problem for Uncle Joe, who keeps acting like that. This is no big. That this is not going on, and he had not done anything inappropriate. We've watched you go up and do weird yeah. things.
8: Did mm-hmm. you? Chuck Graham state senators here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you.
2: Rick, oh I, God, love you. What am I talking about? <laughs> there was a montage of Joe Biden he's pictures hugging oh yeah people it, you, there's a difference in, in hugging people and getting too much into their personal space um, and there was a montage of pictures out yesterday of all these people that he I mean, he's really You you see it as a clear violation of personal space, and while some of them may not have been bothered by it, some of them were, and they're kind of they're kind of coming
1: out. Remember this? Yeah, Yeah, she came out and
2: said she said said she was all right with it. But I remember when this happened, and everybody went, "Well, my gosh, (laughs) we're watching." Can you not just tell her good job?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember who.
2: who, I love this. It was
4: it was a swearing in of her husband or something in the cabinet position. Joe Biden faces backlash for his hands-on approach. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> look, if Greg was here, he'd say, look, Uncle Joe's a little handsy. He is. He yep. is. And, he is. And, and, and this is the deal, though. This is the reason why this is so intriguing to me. Oh, or funny. Or funny yeah. is because there exactly. was a time that Joe Biden's behavior may or may not have been considered inappropriate. Okay? Because yes. there's some things right. that they've, they've never, they have no error. They're always wrong. But the kind of stuff that Joe Biden has been accused of doing is really they're putting Joe Biden at the standard of the, of the hashtag Me Too movement. And certainly some of these things they talk about are grotesque and, and, and no one would ever think they were okay. But in the world we're living in now, Uncle Joe, at one time, everybody said, oh, you know, Joe, he's going he's gonna to front hug you and he's going to come up and kiss you on the back of your head. And he's going to be a little handsy. And people would let it go, but in the era we're in now, Joe is getting caught in the very trap that his own party has created. Yeah, that now yes. that that is
2: the comedy part of this. Like I said, somebody being uncomfortable is not funny. We're not no, making a lot no. of that, but we have raised this political correctness thing to such a level. Yeah. Yet you can't even, you know, you can't even hardly speak to anybody now without having to worry about how you're approaching everything. And for him to be caught up in that, look—he's headbutting uh, well, this girl well, he'll now. Now he's well, giving her oh sugar. God, look, Good she night.
1: she clearly doesn't want this. Mm-hmm. Who would, by the way? Who wants crazy Uncle Joe to come in if if he's not? You talking about like big hearted Joe? Yeah, big heart. Look at look, 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 look at the montage. Yeah, I mean there there
2: are pictures out there now, and it's just a montage, and there are dozens of them, Rick.
1: It's just it's almost comedic. I want to tell you that I'm looking at these pictures and watching these videos, so this is not hearsay, this is not somebody said, (laughs) and we all know this guy. We all know this guy. Now, he's not a Bill Cosby, and he's not a, you know what I mean? We're not talking about somebody that, but he's a guy that comes around, he's married, he's not, you know, he's never going to go to the point that, you know, he's you know what I mean when you get to the gotcha. point where you're completely yep. committing acts and things right. like that but he's gonna come over and he's gonna hug on you a little bit and if he can if he can front hug you he's all into that oh, or yeah. he can come in behind you and hug oh, yeah. you a little bit and see if he can't get pressed up against you a little bit he's gonna he's gonna come in there and kiss you on the back of your head a little bit <laughs> just slightly off the neck you know what I mean and and that is inappropriate behavior I'm not saying sure. it's criminal behavior but it's it's in it's it's, it's creepy my, my wife refers to these men as cheesy. And, and you know cheesy and creepy like a serial and, uh, y- y- whisperer yeah like they're just they're, they're they've are they got they've got they're trying to get a little bit of jolly on it and then if you say anything about it oh, well that's overreaction mm-hmm. you know and they're not doing anything that anybody can certainly be, or should be arrested for but in social environments they got just a little bit of little sleaze and grease to them you know what i mean hmm. that's who he is you know this guy you've yeah. run into him everybody sees him coming at the at the banquet they know he gets a cocktail or two in him and he's gonna come over and start hugging on everybody and and all of that and now he's gotten he's allowed his party to take us into a world where this is the kind of stuff that that everybody's saying hey this hey. This, this can't go on and uh, now it, you we got a second woman now that's coming out saying that she she's doesn't she's not saying look if she's so uncomfortable we're watching the thing now. But now We're, this this yeah, particular lady has out. said there there was no, no, no problem. No, I got yeah. that. What I'm saying is she's not gonna <laughs> ruin Joe Biden because she's she's loyal to the party. But she clearly thinks that's creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean that is that's a creepy yeah. move. Yeah. You know I, it'd be it'd be one of those things, and we've all been there. You get in the car with your wife, and your wife you've been to some function says, "You oh, know that one guy." <laughs> Did you see him over there like... Oh, Friendly Henry? Oh, Friendly Henry was... You know, look, the ladies in the audience are nodding their heads. You know who we're talking about. You know this guy.
4: And um, so now... Even if, let's just say that they were lifelong friends, that's still creepy. Right.
1: And, And undoubtedly, this needs to be his move. This Connecticut woman says that he rubbed noses with her yeah. <laughs> during a political fundraiser. <laughs> what
4: in the world? Yeah. What,
1: reindeer kisses? Yeah, she said it wasn't sexual. It was an Eskimo kiss. <laughs> uh, but he did grab me by the head. Wow. And he put his hand around my neck and pulled, pulled her me head. in to rub noses with me. When he was pulling me in, I thought he was going to kiss me on the mouth. <laughs> and And really, if he was an Eskimo, he did. Mm-hmm. The footage
2: you were showing, though, with the the lady when Biden was, you said she was uncomfortable. Yeah. Did you notice her? Her it's like her husband turned around and put his hand on her shoulder. Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of r- remind, remind Joe, like Joe that I'm she's here. with me. No, you, you know, know what, what I mean. You dude. know what
1: else he's doing? Telling his wife, "Don't mess up. I need Joe's endorsement." <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, like, yep, yep, yep.
2: Remember, Joe, she's <laughs> with me. No, but that's, and, but uh, that's a that's a two way though. He's sending two
1: messages. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Please, please don't ruin our political career. And <laughs> yeah. Joe, please stop. There's yeah, only, y'all there's only have, so many times I can tell my wife not to throw you in the bus. If y'all want to have fun, y'all just Google
5: pictures of him. Uh, <laughs> oh oh just, yeah. I mean look but, at them. But he's, look, now you got to have plenty of time on your hands. Yeah. There's a
2: lot
1: to look now at. Now I notice he's not real selective. He's not. not that's <laughs> what I was going to say. He, he hops around. Look, he's you know old creepy Uncle Joe. That's who he is. Yeah. You remember Uncle Joe? He wasn't <laughs> the one afraid to cut the cake. You know old Creepy Uncle Joe, yeah. that's what he is. And he's gotten away with it, yeah. and now his party's created an environment where, where Creepy Uncle Joe is in trouble.
0: Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: 35 minutes past the hour. You, you want want to ride that chrome three-wheeler? We're gonna make that first mistake Come on with it Who wants to wear the gypsy leather All the way to Fire Lake Come on baby
0: Who wants to break the news About about Uncle Joe remember Uncle Joe? He, he was,
1: was the old. one afraid to cut the cake. Come on, baby. Oh, Uncle Joe. Can, can I ask you, who wants else? to tell Oh, Aunt Sarah? Uh,
2: Bob, I got what music. is this song about? I know you I'll know tell you about it.
1: I got, I got more trivia. I want you to listen to the song because I got trivia for you, okay? Ah. All right. Listen right here. Hear the ooze background? Tell me who that is. John Mayer. You're close. No, you're not close at all. <laughs> huh?
0: You're not close at all. Who, those who is it? I'm gonna
1: let you. I'm gonna say I may fast forward to the chorus. So you can hear it
2: now. If you'd have said dated his sister, John Mayer would have been a good well, answer. Now
1: you're right.
2: Okay, let me see. He's like the welcome wagon of we Hollywood, go. isn't he? Let
1: me see. Let me get to the end here. Here
7: we go. And head out
1: the fire. So tell me who, the, who this who this is doing the background right here? Yeah. Glenn Fry eagles everybody say it you can hear them now All right. didn't know that bob seager actually helped glenn fry in the early days and they were they were buddies
2: yeah glenn fry seems like one of those guys i mean he was devoted to the eagles for sure but he, he probably just helped anybody out that, that he liked mm-hmm. you know? bob seager wrote heartache tonight did you know that
1: so uh, so anyway and uh, they uh they did didn't this. they used
2: to live in the same apartment mm-hmm. building or mm-hmm. something like that? Would
1: you like to know where it was recorded? Uh muscle shows. Was it really? How See I that? didn't know that. So there how about that? Bob Diller recording up there and had them come up and caught on the muscle some kind of back or muscle shows with them section and but it was something different with that. Right. But the Eagles actually came up and sang back. That's cool. I love those little things where you oh, find out too. somebody else sung on somebody else's record. I do, too. It, well, uh, of... don't make me play She's a Beauty by the Tubes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a beauty. You know who sings the background on that? Uh, I did know. I forgot mm-hmm. now. Toto
2: yeah well, it sounds like then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so there you go
1: uh, I love, but yeah, so, I'll, what
2: is that song about? Well, I, I didn't follow Uncle a Joe lot of, cutting the cake and all that. there's
1: a lot of legends about it. Bob Seger's from Michigan, and they have a lot of lakes there, yeah, and were there's a, he's referencing a place that they used to go, like wherever you were growing up, y'all go to the lake, yeah, and he's referencing that and the and the thing called Fire Lake. Well, the area up in there, there's one that's all that that he's. Re- they're saying it may not be called that, but he's referencing that place. You
2: know, that's that's yeah. why the Lakers have their name. They were in Minnesota Correct. to start with. Yeah. When they moved, they just right. kept it because you know there's not a lot of lakes in L.A. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. and so they, but they um, are the Lakers.
1: So they Uncle Joe is supposed to be just kind of like the I'm song. Learning tons about the NBA today. By <laughs> the way. It's kind of like the song "The Weight" uh, by uh, the the band they're saying that these different people in the weight are people they encountered in their lives. Right. And so these are different people in Bob Seger's life. And Uncle Joe, cut the cake, refers to he had a, an uncle that never would marry, work, uh, wedding cut cake. Cut the wedding cake. Yeah, oh, wow. and, and that he's uh, he was always chasing women. If you'll notice, that's referencing that he's headed off to Fire Lake where these blind beauties. It's probably where they go for the submarine the races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So, so, it's, so there's different, and, but there's you know sometimes you know yeah. artists will frustrate you. You want to know the exact meaning, yeah, and they'll yeah. say, "Well, in general, it means." <laughs> there are sometimes like uh, uh, John Lennon had to tell a guy that that ended up on his land, saying that some song spoke to him, and he said, "No, those those words just rhymed. <laughs> they, I would, it didn't mean yeah. what you think it means. Mm. I mean." It wasn't written to you, I promise. And uh, as yeah, he said. Well, he had to explain that to a lot of people, didn't well, he? Well, he said, you know, people talk about us being so artsy. He said a lot of times Paul and I would say, let's ride a swimming pool. <laughs> and they'd sit down and ride a, ride a catchy a hit. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk about Cook's Pest Control. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes cookie. Cook's Pest Control. Yeah. The unbeatable combination for termite protection, no doubt about that at all. Uh, when they get Centricon, they build that fortress around your property. You won't have any issues with termites. But. You also want help with uh, you know those pesky and, you know, ants can be difficult and they, they do a good job with that. Spiders, you know, because you know their body, the way they get up on their legs, sometimes you can't get spiders. They mm-hmm. handle that. Fleas, ticks, rodents. How do they get up? Rick? you, how you they know get... how spiders get up like this on their legs oh, and yeah. their body doesn't touch that poison. Sometimes uh-huh. you got to have some help on that. And that's mm-hmm. why they're tough to kill. Boy, I'm really just a plethora of information today. <laughs> you, you are, oh uh, But good. anyway, uh, <laughs> rodents also a problem. And Next, I Chuck uh, Connor. If there if there is a rodent in wherever I am. Either Cooks comes and kills it, or I burn it to the ground. <laughs> right. Because I can't be around rodents. No. You get so, that from your mom. Yeah, I do. So anyway, Cooks Pest Control is the very best in the business. They'll give you a no-obligation free evaluation of your property or your home, even new home construction contractors if you're listening. Go to cookspest.com or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So uh, so we, we have a number of stories that we need to still update you on. Did you see the one that I was going to – Tell you about the ISIS bride. Have we been following the ISIS bride? No,
5: the ISIS bride. Now
1: that's from our state, the the ISIS bride, where we all mm-hmm. live in Alabama. Uh, she decided she wanted to join ISIS uh, and uh, had a little death to America thing. And I don't I don't know how to tell. I don't really want you know. We all need some wisdom in our life, and we've been around a while. But can I tell young people if you're listening right now? Uh, because wisdom has to be earned. It's it's not it's not God given. Um, if you want to return to a country. Do not join terrorist groups uh, and say things like, you hate that country or you wish death to it. They, they tend not to want to let you back in uh, when you try to get back in. She's now claiming that if America would just let her back in, mm-hmm. that she would be a model citizen, yep, and she sure. didn't hate America. She, she, she said it, but she really didn't believe it, uh, which is code word for her. while being an ISIS bride is not as glamorous as I thought it would be. Uh, and I'd like to get back in and see if I can't go to Hoover High School again. But but the um, um, hanging out at the Galleria doesn't look near as bad as it used to. Does it? <laughs> it, it doesn't. So she,
2: you I got to ask a question.
1: Here. You know, the Caliphate is, is 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 on its last breath right now, thanks to the work of our allies and our and our great military.
2: Well, th- there's several questions to this, and the courts are going to have to decide it. There, there's one issue, and the first thing is she an American citizen or not. And, you know, you think that would be a straightforward question. It's really not, though, because her father was a diplomat. And now, if you're here when you're born, our laws currently say you are a citizen, and she would fall under that. But the exception is if you're here as a diplomat of a foreign government, that's kind of like you're traveling. Uh, you, you know, it's a temporary thing. You're not actually a citizen. So they're saying in the, the last ruling I saw, they were saying she is not a citizen, so she has no right to come right. back here, right? right, um, But now that I'm sure that'll be challenged. The court will have to decide how that. And it's going
1: to get down to the technicality of the law. And I know we all have to decide whether she did some of this of her own free will or not. I certainly understand that. But let me give you a, a – I'm just going to read something to you. For those of you that are thinking about becoming an enemy of the country and then one day wanting back in. All right. Hmm. Here's things you don't want to do. You don't want to say things like this. Americans wake up, men and women all together. You have much to do while you live under our greatest enemy. Enough of your sleeping. Go on drive-bys and spill all their blood or rent a big truck and drive all over them. Veterans, Patriot, Memorial, etc. day parades are a good time to go do drive-bys and spill their blood. Rent a truck and drive all over them. Kill them. Now, see, those are the kind of speeches that when you go back to the country and say, I want back in, eh. It just it just mm-hmm. kind of rubs us the wrong way. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't really wash with the idea of a model
2: citizen. It does. You know, most model
1: citizens don't call for you to run over people at Memorial Day parades. They no. just don't. And no, they call for you to go out to Memorial Day parades and wave a flag. Now, certainly, can she be forgiven for everything she did if she repents? Surely. But that doesn't mean there's no earthly repercussions to what you do in the country. It just says, well, "You know what? Come on back in here and, and and join your gray area diplomatic father."
2: I think I, that, just, I think that's going to be a And she want to bring that son back in here too. That's going to be a tough sale. Yeah. I, but I, it's a I, court I know, issue. Don't, I don't
1: know about bringing terror babies
2: in. Look, there and there's issues too. If you're if you're not a citizen, you're not going to get in. If you are a citizen, you may get back in, but you may face charges. You may have jail time in front mm-hmm. of you. So, I I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. And this
5: whole – this Fox News interview where one of the uh, reporters tracked her down and and interviewed her, she just kept laughing throughout the thing. And some people giggle when they get nervous or something. You know, it's just a mechanism they go to. I don't know if that's what it was. But um, at one time, the the reporter said, well, you got to do better than that. Like um, some of her responses. Yeah. Um, Like you got to give me more than that. When
1: you laugh when you're saying I didn't hate America, I didn't hate anything, I just thought this was my obligation – When I started practicing, I was very scared of the concept of hellfire. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. The Quran told me to go. Well, see, those are the things that, I mean, where are we hearing in here that you don't believe any of that anymore and, you know, you're no longer, you know, part of Islam or the part of Islam you're now part of doesn't believe that part of the Quran. We need something more than I'll be, I promise I won't make trouble. Don't y'all think? Yeah. yeah. Hey, your daddy's a gray area. We don't like that setup. We can't figure out. You know, no, we we don't like the setup, and we certainly hope you can get your life worked out and live happily ever after somewhere else. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story.
1: Nine minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our Don't number. Like if you want to be with us, we'll look at headlines we miss, any phone calls we might have missed.
5: You can look inside another world. You get to talk
7: to a pretty girl. She's everything you dream
1: of. Bring it in, Toto. Right here and say Seats today. I check Hello it. there. Where's I O'Brien and Heather it. Robinson? Yeah, Brian and Heather Robinson. It. There they are. Look at them. Uh, what about Jasper and Amanda Smith? Yes, Amanda, Amanda happy birthday, Amanda. Thank you for spending it here at the Rick and Bubba Show. Todd Wall. Where's Todd? Yeah, Chad yeah, but the daddy. Todd's got his Rick and Bubba University sweatshirt on. He has his degree in common sense and supports his university. Uh, Victor Coyle. Where's Victor? Hey, Vic. What's up, buddy? O'Reilly. Let's see. Trenton O'Reilly. Where's Trenton? Right there on the front row. There's more Robinsons. Jeb and Mia. Uh, some more Robinsons right there. And Stephen Moss. Moss this, Moss that. Moss this, Moss that. <laughs> uh, all... And the golden ticket seats today. Good to see you, Stephen, and all the gang here. They all take home a Rick and Bubba double CD today. A pound of BuzzBox coffee they take as well. If you never drink BuzzBox coffee, the best coffee in the world can be yours. Absolutely free. Only $1 flat shipping if you'll get yours at rickandbubba.com by clicking on BuzzBox. And you'll agree, I think, uh, that um, that you'll uh, agree that's the best there is. And then 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Just noticed, because it was off to the left side for some reason, uh, that Brian and Heather Robinson are celebrating their anniversary with us today. Oh, really? Okay, I did it. Okay. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my, my mind. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Wish you all many more. Thanks for bringing the family here to us today. All right, anything that we need? Now, does Adler know this? Have you all told him? Uh, did y'all hit this on the kickoff hour? We did, and he was very upset. He even ran know. in here because he was concerned. America would run out of avocados in three weeks if Trump shuts down the U.S.-Mexico border.
2: Now, Trump is threatening to shut the border if if something's not done. (laughs) And Adler's the biggest avocado eater I've ever seen. As a matter of fact, he eats them every morning.
1: He's got a slight green tint. I started yeah, to say, I, it, it's
2: like people that <laughs> juice and eat too drink too many carrots, they kind of get an orange color. You know what? I uh-huh. walked in
1: the other day and he looked like. You ever seen? Trump.
2: You ever seen <laughs> Jim
1: Jim Carrey before he lost his mind? <laughs> and, and what it, is
2: this still now? He's in some kind of Twitter war with Mussolini's granddaughter. Have you seen yeah, that? He got a painting. He did some He'll painting. The paint second, yeah. but, but th- the painting was not factually correct. Mm. Well, no.
1: No, Jim's lost y'all and I'm telling you, it's when he did that movie about Andy What's his name. He did. He's Colin gone nuts. Yeah. When he did the Andy Kaufman thing, he was never the same. He is a he is he has left the farm. Uh, but you remember he did the, the Grinch movie. Right. You oh, know, yeah. and you remember the Funny. part where the Grinch is a little boy? Hmm. Yes. Okay, and it, that's what Adler's starting to look like. Because he, <laughs> and he's, he's, a getting, guy, he's getting he's real hair. He's getting that <laughs> he's getting that green
10: tint to him. I'm, I'm thirty three, guys. Right. I just wanna remind everybody. Yeah. Uh, tell me you have a heart, Adler. <laughs> By the you're way, real,
1: can, can, real I tell you, can I tell you this? You, Adler, if, scream,
2: I have a beating heart. Yes. I have one and a
1: soul. <laughs> can I tell you this? If your hair keeps getting longer, the blue eyes are the only problem that you have, even though in movies we still depict that for some reason. If you'll go back to some old ones, mm-hmm. if Jesus was five six, you're getting there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you, you're, you're, that's cool. You know, it's it, it's one of the, you know the, the depictions. We don't know if he looked that way or not, but you know how they'll depict Jesus mm-hmm. with the beard and the long dark hair. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and you kind of have the same face structure. of The guy who did Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. You know, um, of course, he had blue eyes, which was a bit of a miss there, kind of like the statue of James David. Caviezel. Sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going back to Jesus of Jim. Nazareth. Oh, be, way yeah, back, way back. You know that blue eyed guy Jim? that played yes, Jesus? Yes, he was good. Too. He, you remember he get that look on his face? Oh, face? I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
10: Wait, Jesus wasn't a white guy. He was not, <laughs> <laughs> unless you
1: consider Jewish people white. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, uh, but the avocados now. Can somebody help me here? So we can't give uh, get avocados unless we have an open border that people just roll Well, through. Mexico huh.
2: supplies the majority. Of them. Well,
1: they don't don't we get other foods legally across the border from other places? No, not not avocados. So avocados <laughs> only come to
2: us illegally. No, they come legally, but if he shuts the border, that means nobody will cross. Right. He's threatening to shut it down. You will not be able to go back and forth oh, if I you are legal. Saying. I and mean, t- they put the big gate down and it's over. So the avocados won't come in legally? No. Nothing comes in tonight. Wow. Not, not even, even legally. No. Adler, what will you do? You, you can be legal. You can have your papers to go back and forth when they shut the border. I see what you're saying. They literally close the border, and they're shutting it until we get it secure. Trump is saying until he gets some help from Mexico, because right. we're just being o- overrun right now with folks We'll in. have
1: to go through
10: a period of time with no avocados. That, that's I'm, what he said, but we don't know
1: how long
2: it will be. Right.
10: What are our hipsters going to use for fuel, guys? I mean, what are we going to do? They're going to be dropping in the streets with their cappuccinos. I know. <laughs> um, but I was actually reading that... This is not just avocados. Uh, 50% of our imported vegetables and 40% of our imported fruits actually come from Mexico at this current time. And you were talking about, like, well, can't we just get them from somewhere else? I read that, like, you know, the trade channels in which all these things come to the United States are very hard to establish. So if we were to shut that border, it wouldn't be just avocados. We'd be in a pickle, guys. (laughs) Sadly, pickles too. Pickles (laughs) too, I think.
4: Sadly (laughs) enough, this will not affect me at all. I know. Now, if you say you're going to bring, you can't bring donuts across the border. Then you got something. You're right. But mm. this doesn't affect me. Yeah. At all.
1: Life without avocados. Now, do I like or the... other
4: fruits and vegetables for that matter?
10: You no, know, I don't tells. eat. I don't eat enough Why of them. Not?
4: I didn't say I was proud of it. I'm just saying it at this right. current state of my health. It, this will not affect me.
10: Five a day, the color I said Helms-y, five a day, the <laughs> color
4: <said>, sadly enough, <laughs> right. I'm not so proud of it. What are
2: you supposed to eat, Adler? When you say that, what does What's that mean? Do? <laughs> <laughs>
10: Look, five get you Get ready,
2: Bubba, to change your. <laughs> Ready?
10: Are
2: you listening? Now, you might be shocked how many oranges and apples I eat.
10: That's great. And That's bananas. Great. Five a day, the colorway is supposed to you're supposed to bury it Bubba. In five different things. Five, five, different colors. five
1: colors a day? <laughs> five different
10: colors, yeah. Bubba I,
1: I think if we were gonna take your life on, we're not looking to to th- see what's added. We need
4: we need to we need to
1: remove some foods. Okay. From that moment. Bubba,
4: I don't think we would be shocked how many of those
2: you're eating a day. It, yeah. Right. Um,
10: yeah, and from that moment, Bubba <laughs> changed his <laughs> life forever. Now, ex- explain then that
2: again. I didn't get that because of all the peanut guys. <laughs> right, so, we're, so we're trying to, try try to
1: keep Adam from wasting his breath. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. I'm trying to learn something here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go all right, here we go. Here we go.
10: This is wasted breath. Here we go. Uh, okay, five a day of the colorway, so five different fruits and vegetables, five different colors. So maybe like green, orange, red, like you were talking about, uh, yellow, blue. There you go. Yellow, kill a fella. Blueberries? I gotta have five different colors. See, that's what I'm talking
2: about. That's a lot of colors. It's a big number. If you can,
10: if you can. Rick, I'll you give had a you, fruit three. Cup? you had a fruit cup this morning that was orange, apple was green, and blueberries and strawberries were in there. You're doing I had pretty a, good. What color bon- fru- well, is boneless chicken qualify? <laughs> <The> boneless <laughs> chicken is white. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I've told you all this before. They call that a fruit cup where we get it. It's an apple cup it with, with <laughs> a piece or two of other fruit. In hey, you're <laughs> all over no, that. All <laughs> real, of real heavy on the apple in there. Yep, sure. You can
4: go straight strawberries or straight blueberries. But
1: then what? Now not five, five a day color way. I know. I love the little mandarin oranges. Can I have more of those? Oh, yeah, you yeah. probably. I I love those are my those. favorite. Can I get a little mandarin orange probably cup? Probably could. <laughs> I
5: love
1: them. Yeah. Be surprised. how I many you have a day, huh, Bub? Yeah, I love. Them. I, I wouldn't really be surprised do. if it's more than one. Well,
0: I have about a one day. a day. At, At, least. Least. At least. Well, one's about right. Yeah, While Rick I'm watching and Bubba, TV. Rick and Bubba.